Welcome to the Clean Truth, where we like to call bullshit on the status quo. What's up? Welcome back to the Clean Truth. I'm Don. Look who is sitting here now. Are you going to say anything? Or? Well, I was waiting for you to say red, but yeah. This I'm is why you back. got fired. This, this is not why I got fired. Scott, she got fired. I didn't get a notice. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be back today. I feel like it's been a while, so I've got some things to say. All right, we're going to see how that one goes. <laughs> that was my my uh, routine episode of busting somebody's balls, so usually it's been, so you got this one. We're not going to do a truth or dare. We're behind on the dare, so before we get caught up, I'm not going to ask anybody to submit any more. Um, show and tell. See, this is how long you haven't been around. You didn't bring anything for show and tell. Show and tell. So I covered for you. Okay. Because it was partly my fault. I didn't tell you that we were doing show and tell. So for those of you that are listening and can't see, I had these cool little Clean True t-shirts made a couple weeks ago. But for those of you that are watching on YouTube, black t-shirt, podcast logo, and our little slogan on the back. So I've got a few more. If you guys want one, DM Scott. He'll ship you one out. It's very limited. I think i got about nine or ten of them sitting back here behind me. We are going to put these on the website pretty soon, so if you don't get one, we'll have more soon. So, The topic, do you want to know what we're talking about? No, I was just going to comment about the shirt because I'm like, um, I, uh, it, the profanity, you're getting by with that profanity on the back there? The word shit? Yeah. Does it say bullshit? Yeah, it says yeah. bullshit on the back. Did that go through our HR headquarters or department? I am the HR. <laughs> All right. Today's topic, I labeled it couples therapy. Nice. So we did an episode like this 18, 19 months ago, last year, spring of early last year. We were probably was, in a better place then. You think so? We weren't as stressed probably 19 months ago, right? Possibly. Okay. But basically, the gist of it is: Can you work with your Can you work with your spouse? And working with your spouse, the good, bad, the ugly. Noah's sitting back there, biting his fingernails. He don't know what the hell's about to be said. So, um, we've been partners for what ten years now. We have, I think. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe longer. In ten years, how many big blowout fights do you think we've actually had? Including last week, um, I have less than six, but I could. I could be yeah, I was going to say five. I mean, five to where there was probably physical, not physical. I shouldn't say that, but like it things was things flying through the air. Yeah, hmm. or threats. What kind of threats? Well, like last week, I was selling the company. I told you, I was selling my fifty percent. She did. She threw a temper tantrum last week. Out in the front yard. Yeah, underneath the tree. I was like, I was done. And our uh, actually, our lawyer was in a trial, so um, <laughs> he just didn't get the paperwork done fast enough. The issue is, though, when we, we've been doing this long enough that when we, you and I argue, 
we have well one we're both kind of have an alpha personality so it's kind of hard neither one of us are gonna back down but you know we're so loud and vocal sometimes the staff gets involved what do you think i think it's more entertainment for them versus getting involved (laughs) scott's seen enough of it he knows he's gotten to the point now though he can get some good like like quick like blooper reels for content yeah. We could probably make a pretty cool video out of all that shit. Um, I don't know. I think we decided to do this topic because we have been under a lot of stress and anxiety here lately, just with growing pains. Good problems, so I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm being an asshole and complaining. But, you know, our business is, by the grace of God, doing good, considering whatever the whole world is going through. And... Our development in the franchise company is growing. The distribution company is growing. So there's been a lot of stress and anxiety on growing this responsibly during these times, bringing on staff to help during these times, and just trying to manage everything with a responsible outlook. And it's been very stressful. And I think that, you know, there's a lot more people out there that go through this that aren't they're not going to say this out loud. They're not going to admit it. They're not going to talk about it. And it's okay, nor should they. But I thought it'd be good if you and I talked about it because when you and I argue back and forth, we are very good about communication between the two of us. We can talk. We can argue, fight, and scream, and yell at each other, and then five minutes later we can talk through it, and it's water under the bridge most of the time. Correct. But, I mean, I think there's some things to be learned I think by you and I talking about it, I think it'll ease other people's minds that that's possible and that people out there that also go through this, that work with their spouse or that are in business with their their spouse, I keep getting tongue-tied, that it's kind of normal. I don't think it's possible to be a business partner with your spouse or significant other and everything be unicorns and rainbows every day. Definitely not. So, and I think if um, anybody out there says that they, you know, they're just lying. So, uh, plus I think that sometimes when we do argue, there's like very positive things that come out of it. So, we, I think what makes us work is that we both are alpha, but we both have different point of views of things. So, where, you know... I, I can't remember what, like, like our argument last week, you know, like just by me blowing up and my point of view, like made you realize another point of view that you did not take into consideration for that decision, you know? So, and then the same with me, like I'll make a decision or, you know, a, a, a point and you will come back in and totally argue it on another side of it, which I'm like, okay, so he has a point. Like, so I I think, um, you always have to be, you know, open to, I'm not saying we criticize, but for a different opinion and respect that and make it better. You know, like the marketing meeting we just had, I mean, you always have two different flares in the marketing meeting. Like I like, to jump on the unicorn and ride off, you know, with all of the, the stuff. And whereas you're like, and I've got it in my crosshairs ready to shoot that <laughs> bitch down. That's pretty much our couples therapy. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much our day to day. 
the issue I think with you and I here lately though is we've been taking it home. And so that's where I think other people out there, that's why they don't want to talk about it because I mean, it's kind of hard not to. So you're going to take some of that resentment from work home with you. So what do you think that we do good and what do you think that we do bad at home? Because, I mean, here lately, let's just face it, I'll be honest with you, tell everybody, we've been doing a pretty shitty job of that lately, which I think is caused, I think that's also contributed to some of the stress and anxieties because we have been really busy. And so when we go home, We've kind of failed in disconnecting. You know, we'll sit on our phones and computers until eight thirty, nine o'clock at night and keep working and keep grinding away. And, you know, if, if something happens during the day, we'll go home and usually we go to two different directions to kind of chill out and then nothing gets resolved. You know what I mean? Yeah. So normally you and I are pretty good about separating that. But here lately, it's and it's by nobody's fault. It's just the way things have happened. So if, if somebody's trying to remedy that, I mean, some of the things that I can think of that we've done before that's worked for you and I is other than just flat out addressing it and hitting, hitting it head on and, and ending it or, you know, talking through a, an argument for me, I get very loud. Like when my, when you and I get into it and I, my adrenaline gets pumping, my entire body shuts down. And I don't mean that figuratively. I, like, I mean, literally, like I get so angry that I, and I've, I've dealt with anger issues. You know that I've, I haven't made that a secret on here either. I start to see red and my adrenaline goes and I just block everybody and everything out. And I have to go shut down, which pisses you off because I'll just come flat out walk away. But I have to, because if I don't, it's not going to end well for either one of us. <laughs> no. And, um, that's still a hard one for me when you walk away because I, I want to yell. So I've came from a very loud family and I do like to poke the bear um, to get my point across and just keep like doing that, you know. So um, my family background, we always like it, it, it was like screaming and that was just like there was only like two voices in our house. It was either silent or screaming, you know, so. I'm not saying that's bad or anything, but we're just Italians and, you know, just loud. And uh, so for you to shut down and walk away pisses me off because I want to scream and shout and get my thing. But it does also do it. It also is really good, too, because I don't say a lot of things that I have to take back later. So by you walking away, usually um, probably saves another argument about like the low blows that usually comes in an argument you know um so i i can usually say those in a room by myself and you don't ever hear them and um so that's it saves us probably another argument which means she goes and then you know ms me and my behind my back in another room it's okay though it's okay you don't hear it you don't know what's going on you should stay over you should stick around if you want to hear well i know one of the things that we used to do a lot especially when we were competing and we were still grinding and working every day in the, in the restaurants themselves was working out and training together. So at least that's kind of the way I looked at it. And I thought it always helped would was when we had a shitty day, we would always go straight to the gym after work and getting that hour, I guess, to blow off some steam and lift weights and train gave me time to think about what we were arguing about. And then 
99.9% of the time when we got home from the gym, that's when that conversation would happen and it's all water under the bridge and True. the problem got resolved. So that, to me, that is, you know, one of the easiest ways is time to separate and think before you just throw gloves on and start going at it. Yep. I mean, I don't have a, I'm, I don't hold grudges, I don't think. I think like I can blow up and then, like you said, five minutes later, I can like talk through it, you know? So I think as long as I have like my explosion, then I can kind of like talk it out and I don't feel like I hold it, right? I mean, like last week has already been gone and we haven't even brought that back up again. So it's past. No, but you're a woman. Don't think for one second you don't have that freaking Rolodex in the back of your head. (laughs) Ding! Remember that? (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that's just... That's a pretty good Rolodex. Uh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, we do not forget that it, that is true. Like, Whereas guys like me, I, I forgot what I ate for breakfast this morning. I don't even remember. Whatever. I think you've brought up some things in the past in an argument before. Like what? Um, I don't know. I think you, I can't think of a particular point that you've brought up, but I'm saying you do bring up previous things you always throw in my face every argument I feel like you throw is control like it's always control like it, you're a control freak and so all of anything time you want to blame me it's about I'm a control freak which I'm just letting y'all know that Don <laughs> Scott. Scott's back there biting his fingernails <laughs> Scott <laughs> thought we discussed Team Yvonne before we came in here um but you admitted this last argument that you are the same way. And so you throw it in my face that I'm a control freak to deflect your control your control issues. It wasn't a deflection, it was just a it was just me admitting it. Oh, okay. Well. But that's the first time you've ever admitted that. It was. Okay. So you've deflected it the rest of the ten years. <laughs> what is the definition of deflection? Reflection is pointing out something else so that you don't pay attention to this thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I've never known that. I wasn't a deflection. I just wasn't saying it out loud. Okay. Whatever. I am a control freak. I'm probably just as much of a control freak as you are. That's probably part of the problem sometimes. Yeah, I think so. Because we have separate lanes. We've talked about this a thousand times. The entire building in here, all of our employees knows that. Right. We have separate lanes. We have separate responsibilities running the company. The issues is, is when you have your little fucking blinker on and you get over in my shit and then vice versa. That's where the issues come in because you're a control freak. So am I. I don't think it's about being a damn control freak. I think it's that you like sometimes that there's decisions that get made in your lane that you should discuss with your partner in the same business. I'm not saying every decision needs to be discussed, but I think that there's certain decision levels that you need to bring to the surface before you just make decisions and vice versa with me. I'm not saying the same thing. I'm like, there's probably some things that I make decisions on that you should be in there too. And so that's what happens is that decisions get made at like a moment because again, there's so many things on our plate that you make the decision, but you don't think about, 
I'm bad about thinking 10 steps ahead of me. I, I live there and then I'll fix whatever comes where you're opposite. You think 50 steps ahead and, you know, to make that one decision. But sometimes, I, I don't know. I just think that there's other opinions. Again, that's where our strengths are is that you don't think of some things. And that again, that's what happened last week in that argument is that you made a decision where I was not involved and you didn't understand another opinion of that decision or that another um, perspective of that decision that got made. How do I want to reply to this so that I'm not divorced by three o'clock? It's not that I didn't understand it. It was, and I admit it. Okay, that was that was a one decision that I've made. One in decision last, in ten years. In ten years that I've no, that was the biggest a big decision that I probably should have brought you in and gotten your opinion or, you know, said hey, you know, this was recommended that we do this by somebody that we pay a lot of money to. We should probably do this, and I made the decision to do it. And then you gave me your opinion on why you didn't think it should happen. <laughs> and then I disagreed with that opinion, but I let it go. All right. Because to me, it's a trust thing. You it, have to trust that, and I have to trust you too. There's got to be a lot of trust issue there, if, or trust there. If you're going to be in business with your spouse or significant other, you have to trust each other to make decisions on whatever your responsibility is there's a bar and a line that you know when it comes to a big decision costing the company money yeah that should be a group decision one shouldn't make that without the other one knowing about it okay yeah so i'm just saying they're starting i don't think it has anything to do with trust like because i trust you we had this argument too about trust so i do trust you hundred percent, but there's, I feel like it's being aware also, like I trust, you know, us to have corporate accounts out there. I trust that everyone will make the right decision of what to charge on our corporate accounts, but I'm also aware of the charges that are being made. So I don't think that's a trust issue. I trust because I gave like the our team the cards right because we've had this conversation too but then i am aware of the things that are getting which you tell me is another control freak issue but there's i think there's always different it's being aware versus a trust does that make sense Did I say it that right? does but a better way to i mean a better example would be you know one of our operations people sending out an email to our franchise partners, something minuscule, maybe like a, like a hype email, like, yeah. hey, have a good week, you know, check this out for a certain something educational tip. And then you'd be like, well, why did they send that out? Why didn't they run that by me before they sent that out? You've done that before. No, that's not your, no. <laughs> I think that my issue with that is that I think if I don't mind that you send out a hype email or whatever, like that's fine. Like the, the only time that I think emails or something like, again, should be made aware of is if they're making a uh, statement or promises that cannot be 
upheld on our end that could cause problems later on down the road for us. That's, that's my only thing. I just think that before you, before anybody, anybody, and maybe that's my own thing. I should, you know, but it still is not, I don't trust them to make the email that I, I think that it just needs to be, uh, checked off that what they are promising is something that we can deliver before it gets sent. And then we have to backtrack. Just feel like once things are sent out, you cannot retract those things. And so I just feel like that not saying more eyes on things make a better thing, but at least a couple of eyes that is an important email should, it should be ran across somebody. Maybe it's just not me and you, maybe it's, you know, whoever is above them and that, but I, I feel like anything that is being promised and that we have to upheld uphold on our end of things needs to be ran across to make sure that we are okay or whoever is doing it is okay of making those guarantees. I agree. But if you want to send out a hype email and say, have a good weekend, like I don't care about that. You're not going to beat them up for grammar and spelling. and That's on them, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's on them because uh, we hired, but you know, anyway. All right, well, let's do this. So, Joe Smith and his girlfriend, Sally, are going to start a restaurant or a coffee shop. I'm on this coffee thing. I'm going to open a coffee shop. I'm half tempted to do it right now. Geezers. Geezers. Yeah. Put another thing on your plate. Should be fun. Geezers is simple, though. Can we just go? This is going to become another argument. So I'm explaining geezers in 10 seconds after I explain this because I'm going to promote it heavy. Let me get my marketing strategy out now. Anyway, young couple decides to go into business for themselves. They're going to do anything, coffee shop, restaurant, whatever. What's the first piece of advice you'd give them if they come to you and ask? Um, about working together. That's about working point. together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we're going to do this together. What advice would you give us going into business with each other and doing it together? <laughs> Because we don't like, and the reason that I'm asking this question is because we get, we have started to get franchise, franchisees right. who are married couples that come in and they, they see this has happened for what we've been a franchise for six years now. And I think it's because they see you and I and what we used to do and how we used to do it. And we kind of made it look easy from the outside looking in. But what a lot of people don't understand is we have a very, very, very unique dynamic that is very rare, that is very hard to duplicate what we do. And it's not always perfect. So people look on the outside, and we get people that will, you know, on social media and shit, and they'll be like, power couple. They'll say that shit all the time. We get that a lot. But, but they, don't, they don't see the inside. They don't see what goes on behind closed doors. They don't see some of these arguments that you and I have. So it ain't always peachy. It ain't always easy. And I think that, I don't know. So that's why I'm asking. I'm asking, what so, would you tell a young couple that was going to go into business for themselves as a married couple or as a couple, period? I would definitely make sure that their marriage was solid before they went into there because if they were rocky going into the business, they ain't going to make it, right? So if they have issues already with some stuff, I think that you need to get all your issues figured out between both of you before you 
go in because I think a business um, heightens all those issues that you are bringing into the business. Second, I probably would make sure that they had some sort of coach uh, like us, you know, like Laura Berkey or some kind of life coach on that so that there's a neutral person involved with it. I agree with both of those, but I would also add that figure out whatever it is you're doing and who's going to be responsible for what and keep it that way. Because I think that's been one of the biggest saving graces for you and I in the last 10 years is we've always, we know who's responsible for what. And I mean, other than the things we were just joking about, which are minuscule jokes, but like the serious you know, all jokes aside, the brat, when it comes down to brass tacks, the, the serious responsibilities have been the same since we started doing this. Yeah. And I think that that could be a huge roadblock for somebody that. And then how do they do choose their lanes? Do you know? I think it's just what your strengths are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. You know what I mean? That's, strengths. We didn't like sit down at the table and go, okay, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> that just kind of happened. You know, food recipe configuration and, you know, the whole food aspect of our entire business has never been my strong suit. No. I mean, you put mustard on a turd and I'm going to eat it. So it's hard <laughs> for me to, I mean, in that's the early days when the we were doing the meal group. plans, that's, that's how we came up with the meals was you would hand me a food magazine and go, here, what are you hungry for? Yeah. And then you would take those fat kid meals and, and try to put a healthy spin on them. So that's what I mean. Like, that's not really my strong suit, but trying to build the on the back end of things has always been a strong suit of mine. I can do that. I can't I can't build recipes. And I can't be creative with it either. So And I can't read a PNL, so That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. I think they, I think if that's one thing you gotta look at is what are you good at and capitalize on it. And what is the other person good at and capitalize on it. But then I think too, like, okay, I'm not good with like I'm good with the food costs and that kind of stuff, you know, but as far as like, um, you know, if it's making money or stuff, like I think too, like when, if you would come in and tell me that this is not working, but that person has to listen to that too, you know? So I think that's where we kind of merge. What are you looking at Scott for? Cause I'm about to fire an example right back at you like a big cannon, but go ahead, finish. No, I'm just saying like, you know, I, if, I do the food and I like to do all this, but then I have to be respectful of you when you come back and tell me that the numbers are not working or whatever, which I'm not very good at. I'm still like, <laughs> what about not just numbers, but what about from a operational perspective? What's that supposed to mean? Okay. Well, we have a huge drink machine out in our lobby that you were going to test and try don't to put make in me all throw these, an F bomb right now. Like all these cafes. Fucker. Oh, this is great. These products are awesome. But forgetting the fact that that machine is the size of a Humvee that isn't going to fit in the restaurant. So You know what? So, again, this is where you merged into my fucking line. Because I have, I'm testing the product. I ha- don't even have all my research. The first time I saw the machine, I didn't commit to anything. Like, so you're in my lane already. So it's food. It's beverage. It's my lane. So I feel like when I make a decision, this would be the thing where before I made a decision, I would come into you and say, hey, Don. It's on tape. You sh- 
It's on tape. You just said that before but you I make told a him this yesterday. So there is a machine sitting out there and he's already yelling at me about the specs and all this. And I'm like, it's the first time I saw the machine. I don't even know if this is something that we're doing. We're I'm cracking open the product right now to test it. Like there is a lot of steps that need to be kept going into this before you even see the fucking specs of that machine. Mm. Then she's back. When <laughs> hate you all right let's switch gears i put a post out because you were back and i wanted to let people ask us some questions oh great <laughs> so i chose some the five or six good ones that i got i got about 12 of them really quick which i was surprised what is yvonne's biggest pet peeve with me just one and mine with you so they what the question was Could what it be is like biggest, the top 10 top 10 what pet peeves <laughs> No, the biggest one. So what is biggest one. the biggest pet peeve? These are personal questions, damn. Um, biggest pet peeve. Uh, do you have yours? I'm thinking. Biggest pet peeve. Um, I would have to... I would have to say... Um, Probably your your charming good looks. Yeah, and your flight, like uh, with the arguments, because you're kind of like that. Um, like just like the other day with Gracie and the dog, like that. Like you just fly off the handle. I, you know, I don't want to say you fly because that gives you a bad um, thing, but like you are just like you will snap on something and like the dog, like. I don't know. Temper. Maybe it's your temper. Hmm. Is my biggest pet peeve is how you you have a zero to eight point five in one second. Okay. I would say that would probably be mine with you too. My temper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a redhead. So like even if we get have a, like a a minor disagreement. If you're not heard, you get pissed quickly. All right. I'll agree with that. All right. Next one. Would you partner together on any other project or business? If it is geezers, no. I do not want to partner with you on geezers. Because it sounds, I, I don't know. It just sounds like it's going to smell and I don't know. Doesn't sound like I'm gonna be able to ride a unicorn in that building. It's gonna be like when I picture geezers, I'm picturing like this old newspaper. Like it's gonna be That's black. Exactly what it's gonna black be. Black and white. And I just even though I wear black every day, like everything else in my life is very colorful. So I, right, I I'm, just, I'm explaining geezers after we at the end of the show I'm gonna explain this business model. But yes, I would go into another concept with you or another business. Just not geezers. I'm going to answer yes. Definitely on a food concept, I would. Oh. But I also want to do another concept by myself. Same. Just to do it. No reason. I mean, literally, there's no reason. It's not because I don't want to do anything with you. I just would like to see what it would do, how it would be to do a concept all on my own. What that is, I don't know. Maybe it's geezers be awesome 
All right, next question. This one's funny. And I bet the audience, like, we'll put a bet, like, on this and see when you ask for the first help. That's just what I'm going to say. You think I'm going to ask for your help right away? I think within 30 days. I think you're going to ask me before you even start. Hmm. All right. We'll see. That's on tape, too. Remember? Remember the laundry concept? I still like the laundry concept. I just. But you asked me for help. You didn't even have it bought yet. That's bullshit. You asked, you started a spreadsheet <laughs> before I, I like spit it out and was like just doing the kind because of. Because I knew you were going to come at me with these questions. That's why I but built the spreadsheet. But did I ask you? No. Okay. Yes, you did. Yes, no, you did. I didn't. I did not. Go ahead. Third question. Does Red snore? No. Yes, you fucking do. <laughs> not all the time. But you do snore. Only when I'm tired. Yeah. I don't think it's snoring. I have like, a few videos on my cell phone. So. I thought I just breathed heavy. No. Like. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> all right. Do you guys talk about work all night at home? My husband and I do this, and it gets very aggravating. Yes, we do. Yes. But, you know, I just, like, call your BS on work-life balance. Like. My BS? Well, like your show thing, your BS. I'm just going to call BS on work-life balance. I can agree with that. I just think it's, like, a bunch of bullshit. Like, I figure, like, and maybe it's just because we are in the business that we love. So, it might be different, like, if you each have like maybe a separate job. So if you're not working together, but I think for the couples who work together, work-life balance is just bullshit. I agree, but I think it, I think you reach a point, and I think we're there, which is the whole reason we did this show, is that it gets to a point where you have to look at behavior and go, okay, we need a break. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but we need like, to go and take a few days where we're not working in the evening and, and kind of chill out. But on a normal everyday basis, yeah. we're fine. And I, we get, a, I mean, we'll go home, you'll be doing your menu thing and, and it's not like we're not together. So you're on the couch looking up food recipes and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm probably just, trolling Instagram or doing whatever, but I don't know. That's just, I think if it's health, if you feel like it's healthy to do, then by all means, like yeah. you said, if it's if if work is a passion and you love doing it, then what's the big deal? Yeah, as long as you're with your relationship and your marriage. Yeah, I think if you can keep it under control and that kind of stuff, and you're not, it's not like a negative thing. Like I don't feel like most of our stuff. I think we're always like thinking and you know bouncing ideas, which is always fun um, at home. You know, versus. Um, that, so I think if it's a negative, then yeah, you should leave it at work. But if it's positive, like, you know, mostly like ours, then I think it's work life balance sucks. Yeah. Um, how are the monthly meals selected for cleaning's kitchen and when, what does that say? How are the monthly meals selected for cleaning's kitchen? Um, there was a second part to that. Let me look at it. So, I don't have a system and procedure for this. It's probably why the operational thing is not my lane. Oh, when are the return of the waffle fry nachos? Oh, waffle fry nachos are coming back uh, December. 
So, yeah. So all the best of 2020 will be on um, the end. So uh, December, January will be the best of the, the year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I don't know how I come up with the menu. Like I just like everyone always asks me that. And I'm, I just am always looking for comfort foods that you can put a twist with. I honestly feel like there's nothing out there that hasn't already been, um, made, cooked, developed, you know? So it's basically, um, things how you can take it and make it even better. And I got this thing on my board and it says just because like the, you know, it worked the first time doesn't mean it's going to work the second round or how can, I'm always trying to make something better and better. Some things you just leave alone and like the chicken and waffle thing will be left alone. Like that's, it was a good meal, but that chicken and waffle, I told the story at the franchise, um, discovery day the other day that that chicken and waffle has been like nine times unsuccessful, you know? So just because a meal is unsuccessful doesn't mean that you can't make it success. It's just the, the changes that you need to keep making. There's one more, and this one's pretty funny, so I saved it for last. She said, do you, either of you get jealous when someone flirts or is being, is get, I guess what she's asking is, when people flirt with one of us, does, do we, do either one of us get jealous? <laughs> I don't. I'm like, good luck. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You want him? He comes with a, let me tell you. No. Hmm. A lot of what? Baggage? <laughs> you only let me put one pet peeve. I can list 10. No. <laughs> I don't, I'm not jealous. I think our relationship is very like solid. So I probably would chuckle about it. I know that sounds, I know the, like women are probably like, but I don't, I've probably only gotten jealous, what, once or twice in 10 years, if that. Probably. And they were like, it was like, it was basically you um, being naive of what was happening, right? Like, <laughs> because Don, uh, like. I'm oblivious. Yeah, he's oblivious. Like. Seriously, like they're at the door knocking. I'm like, do you think this is appropriate? Like, I mean, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I know what you're about. So that's probably one. Uh, there's probably been one other one. I can't even think of what it is, but I'm sure there's been at least twice. But, but it's basically you being oblivious and not even knowing what they're even doing, because like you just don't. I don't think you look that way. I don't know. I'm not saying you don't look at females, but I'm like. Like you probably would I don't answer that one. Like you would probably look at someone's quads versus <laughs> another body part. Like you would probably like be checking them out versus their exercise or you know their exercise abilities or something. I don't know. Before you would probably check out a set of tits. I don't know. Easy, take it easy. <laughs> I still have a man card. I'm gonna look at boots. All right, all right. We'll let you keep it. Yep. Uh, my aunt, no. I do the same thing. I think it's fucking funny, <laughs> especially when it's in public and it's somebody that we don't know, never met. And I take a look at this dude and I'm, I'm watching him and I'm like, this poor schmuck has no clue what he's about to do. And I'm like, she would eat this dude for breakfast. <laughs> so no, most of the time for me, it's funny. So I don't, I don't get jealous at all, but yeah, I think, uh, again, it's just how your relationship is and you know, 
I went into this marriage if I, and I told you, like, if I have to sit there and check your phone or scroll your damn Instagram, like, I don't have time for that, man. It's, we got to go, you know? So. You've never logged on to my Instagram? No. <laughs> I got to delete some pages. No, I'm kidding. Have you ever logged on mine? Um, what? Well, I have, but you were sitting next to me, and I've helped you, like... Oh, for help. Yeah. But not, like, behind my back no. while I'm in the shower, like, no. trying to see. Have you ever scrolled through my text messages? No. No. I went through a pretty shitty relationship when I was younger, and I had to deal with all that shit, and I don't... Yeah. I can honestly... I, I've probably never looked at... I've never looked at your text messages. I mean, if I did, again, it was one of those things where you were next to me, and I was looking for something that somebody sent, so... But behind your back, no. Never so should spouses have passwords? I don't know if I can answer that for <laughs> everybody. You have all of mine because most of them are business passwords. And so I don't, I don't want to admit this out loud, but I use a lot of the same ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the only thing that I've probably like probably trolled on you is your Amazon, like what you've purchased in Amazon. And I'm like, stop. Ooh. Stop. Now, I will admit, I'll be completely transparent. I've bought things with my own personal credit card, so you didn't see them on the statements. Okay. So you hide purchases versus girlfriends. I, mean, uh, I just I bought a bunch that. of ammunition yesterday on my own personal card, so you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that All kind right. of stuff. All right. I'll take that. All right, well, before we wrap this up, I have to explain this geezer business model. Can I be excused? So picture this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting Starbucks. And I'm not going to get political, but I'm tired of big we corporations. Had a date there the other day. Well, that was the other day. This is now. <laughs> I'm tired of these big guys being in the news for doing this, that, or the other thing. Now, do I really care? No. But... I feel like I want to start supporting local coffee shops and local businesses versus going to Starbucks and getting a whatever. But the coffee shop idea, I've had this for what, almost a year now that we've been talking about this. So it's a coffee shop. It's called Geezers. No internet. Mm -mm. No Wi-Fi. No phones. No TV. Just the paper. You do know newspapers are going to be like obsolete shortly. I don't know. If, is there papers still? There is papers. Yeah, there's still newspapers. Oh, yeah. I saw them on driveways today. But don't you think by the time you open this, like there's not going to be paper? Like, so it's going to be digital. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I'll figure that out when I get there. Maybe we'll have to incorporate <laughs> limited Wi-Fi. You'll be going through the archives. Don't burst get, my bubble, okay, lady. Right. Just let me live in the moment. This is why he needs me on this business. <laughs> But it's there's, failing. there's going to be two flavors of coffee. <sighs> it's going to be decaf or death. No <laughs> frappuccino, mocha choco bullshit. No whipped cream toppings. No nothing. I, two. Feel, I feel like this isn't a business. I feel like this is your club. And, well, that's essentially what it is. So it's not going to make money. I don't really care if it makes money. So you're basically just going to pay rent so that you can have a place to go drink your coffee. By the time I get ready to do this, I'm not going to care about money. Mm. Not why I'm doing it. All right. So, yeah, it is a personal club. 
it's going to be a bunch of old old men sitting around bitching about people like you and the weather and hurricanes coming. City council. Boring stuff. So Ever since I was in high school, it, look, back home in high school at the local Hardee's right by my high school. We have one here. I'll tell that in a second. But there was always this old group of old dudes sitting in the Hardee's. There was like 10 or 12 of them. They'd sit around and read the paper. Every morning when I went there for breakfast when I was in high school, these guys are laughing, cutting up, and I'm like, one day I'm going to be a part of the old geezer club in the middle of Hardee's. Then I'll have shit to do all day but sit around and bullshit. Do you feel like like women are going to be outside protesting on this? Why would they do that? Because it's like it's kind of like male-oriented. Mm. You're not going to cater to the female crowd? They can come in. Okay. But we have one here. There's one in Wilmington at the Starbucks. See? I'm going to start my own. All right. But the, the difference is, is they pull up in their old, their little cool sports cars. Like every they one all of them have, really cool have like a scars. quarter of a million dollar car sitting outside. <laughs> and they hang out at Starbucks five o'clock every morning. You do know that they order. Well, I was going to say some of them order off of an app. So when they come into Starbucks, like their coffee's already made for them. Point being is I'm going to take as much technology out of this concept as possible. Okay. So that you talk instead of sitting there staring at your cell phone. All right. Geezers, look out for it. You don't believe me, do you? I'm just going to, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I was going to say maybe I won't be around by then. <laughs> maybe some girls can come flirt with you and she can. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. All right, till next time. <laughs>